Hey y'all, welcome back. We are here, Eagle Talk. Got my bride and my son here. What's your name, son? No bride. Just say how. Just say what she is. <laughs> Listen, no, he, we didn't been in church learning some things. Yeah, yeah, I am forever his bride. Yes, she is. <laughs> Look, hater. Today we are talking about getting our mojo back. Yes, and um, we're so happy to have you here with us. Are you happy to be with mom and daddy? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you wanted to know, he is the most sarcastic one out of the bunch. Yes, he is. Um, But it's always fun. We always, um, you know, we pull out a little parent weight and bring him in on Eagle Talk activities. Um, So for those people who don't know you, Corey, just give them a little bit of background about who you are, what you do, and, you know, what this life is like living with us um, so my name is Corey I'm 21 years old and I'm in the real estate business with my dad also I'm a wholesaler so I'm on the disposition side so whenever we get properties uh, my job is to reach out to buyers and investors and try to get the property sold and I've been doing that for about two to three years now you also not just a wholesaler you're an investor you have some property that you get monthly rents from so don't don't box yourself in but yes you do and you do a wonderful job and there's been some ups and downs with that, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into it. But, y'all, I have to tell you a story. I'm thinking about, you know, like you blink and these kids grow up. So, obviously, you know, um, I'm so young to have a 21-year-old. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that a little hate? No. Was that a little shame? I'm thinking I was young, too. But, honestly, do your friends think your mama young or I'm, am I the age of? Young. Yeah. So, it's interesting <coughs> because. <coughs> what about <laughs> Both. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> so what's interesting though is that we have you and your brother. So on one end of the spectrum, we're the super um we were the super young parents and now we are not. Right. You know, uh, I think we're average age for our demographic. But honestly, for most of our friends, their kids are way younger yeah, small than kid. even our younger kid. But okay, so y'all, so when Corey was two years old, um he he was turning three in May. And this was January, and like my mom was determined that we were gonna potty train this baby. And she was like, Well, he want a baby. I mean, you was kind of two, two boys get potty trained, two, three. So we went on this cruise, y'all, and I was like, Okay. Um, it was me, and my mom, and my best friend, Mishula. She was on a podcast before. Make sure you check it out. We talked about lasting friendships. Um, like we did like a mama and Mama, we took our mothers, and then I had the baby, so my baby went with me. So, do you remember this trip? Do you remember going? No. Have you seen? Do you know you almost ran out? This is not the story I'm telling, but do you know, like, we were in um, St. Thomas, and, like, you almost ran in the expressway? Mm-mm. It was it was so crazy. But, anywho, so we're determined that we are going to potty train him on this trip. And the whole trip, like, he just would not, like, you know, we're, we're trying to get, get him to get with it. Took the pull up off of him, just going back and forth. And at one point, like you were a very good, quiet child and you pooped on yourself. And I was so frustrated. You may or may not have gotten disciplined um, because of that. And I remember my mom was mad at me like, he's just a baby. You shouldn't discipline him. But fast forward to we were at the airport on the way home from the trip and we're all sitting at the airport. I took you to the bathroom. You didn't do anything. And then we're sitting down just waiting for our flight and you just took off running like 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 look up and it's like, where is he going? You didn't say anything to me. You just sprinting. Y'all. I was like, Corey, Corey, come back. What are you doing? Corey Javon? Like I'm running after him because he's in a crowd. We're in Fort Lauderdale Airport. 
homeboy turned around to me and he said, I got some boo boo. He's going to Duque <laughs> on his own. So he was sprinting y'all to the bathroom. And from that day, I'm happy to say you have remained potty trained ever since. That's, that's a huge accomplishment, son. That is. <laughs> he wasn't happy to hear that story. That's a huge accomplishment. You don't remember that at all? No. No. Mm. And now you are 21. Yep. Huh. But today we are going to talk about getting your mojo back. Um, as Corey, the Corys, sometimes I refer them to them as mentioned, we are all in real estate. They are heavy on the investment side. I'm heavy on the residential side. And just in general, in sales, in business, in entrepreneurship, and in life, it just kind of feels like you lose your sauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, things happen. And, you know, from the outside looking in, a lot of times everyone doesn't um, portray or share their L's. And it looks like everybody is winning all the time. But we're here to share with you, like, no, we're not yeah. all winning all the time. And sometimes you lose your mojo and you got to get it back. I think with anything in life and business, we all have our ups and downs. Um, I remember when your mother was transitioning, you kind of looked at me and said, look, I need to take off. Yeah. You know, I, I need a month or two. And I was totally fine with it. You know, take your time and uh, come back when you were ready. Actually, I said I need six months. You did what say. I said at the time. Well, however long the span was, I was going to do what we need to do. Um, and, and I respected that. So, you know, even coming from, for all three of us, coming from that situation, getting back in the groove of working has been, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Yeah. So how, how has that looked for you in your young entrepreneur journey? Have there been things that um, just made you just kind of feel off kilter and getting it back. What have you done, Corey? I mean, I do like the same routine, but it gets harder when like you get flashbacks and stuff. That's like the biggest kind of difficult situations I've been dealing with ever since. Just trying to get back into what I was working on beforehand. So what does that look like? Because I, you made a good, so you're, you're meaning like flashbacks of grandma and then you get a little emotional and I totally, totally understand that. So what what I am noticing is that in getting my mojo back and, you know, that is one of a few things. It's just sometimes you go on vacation and it take a while to like yeah, get back, get in, back the in the groove. Things. Yeah. And I think that sometimes we think that automatically it's going to be like a shift, like you're going to feel like doing it. And in business, you have to I think that's the magic, right, is doing what you need to do even when you don't feel like doing it. So what has that looked like you? Like you say, you have a routine, but when you feel yourself not feeling like doing the routine, um, what have you had to make any adjustments or changes to help you get to the end goal? Yeah, um, kind of like starting off when I wake up, like sleep was like a really big thing. But like I would struggle with and kind of like having like harder days to get out of bed. And like the way you start your morning is really like how you the rest of the day for me yeah i think i'm sitting there listening to you and i know how your morning routine is I, I really want to do this episode because i want young adults to see a young a successful young adult and kind of know what you do so when you talk about your morning routine after you get out of bed what what clicks for you that's just next um so with our business we just have some properties that we're you know working on or we're looking to acquire so we're, i see that i'm running numbers doing comps I'm pushing out properties in my buyers list throughout the day so that could be um, banner signs throughout the week or calling agents, posting on social media, trying to get buyers, calling 
lot of people just trying to get the property sold for me. Now, let's kind of talk big picture here. As you know, I'm very intentional on trying to reach and set goals all of the time. How was that for you and how do you structure that? How is it like right now? Yeah. Like your goals, like for the year, like how do you how do you do it? Um, I'm it's going OK. Just kind of just been slow and trying to get into that spot with everything that's been going on. I'm on track with it, but like I'm not at the place where I want to be just because of everything that's been going on. Is this something that you monitor daily or weekly? How, how does it stay fresh on your mind on things that you're trying to accomplish? Kind of like a weekly thing. I kind of like tap into it. I have like a vision board in my room, so I, I look at that every day. But my actual goals for the year, I kind of look at it kind of weekly. But I want to stick to like moving towards daily goals, weekly goals, and so on. How do you monitor it? Um, as you know, your mother bought me a quarterly planner. Uh, so I, I monitor mine daily and weekly, of course, quarterly and yearly, but I'm, I'm real big on quarters, on hitting numbers quarters. So how do you structure uh, you hitting the, the goals that you're reaching for? I'm not really like a planner person, like writing things down daily. I like putting like reminders in my phone or like some spreadsheets in my phone so that I can keep a track of like what I have going on. So kind of like as each deal closes or like whatever pops up, I like to insert it and keep track of everything I'm doing. Okay. Yeah, and knowing your numbers. One thing that um, I'm just thinking about with anything, like you all are speaking in terms of business, and one piece that y'all didn't say, but I see it modeled, is the accountability piece, yep. right? So whether you like it or not, um, you know, you and your dad are working together, and then I know that you have other people that are in the business, you know, Nick and other folks that you're checking in with, and these folks are holding you accountable. So I definitely, like, it's so much power, y'all, in community, in anything, because your community, they can see holes, they can they can stand in the gap for you, they can um, encourage you to get back going, and then they can hold you accountable to what the things are that you said that you're going to do, and um, help you build your capacity back up. So for instance, you know, uh, I just think about in my um, just journey and, and biz, again, business is one part of it. So I'll share that. But I have a team and, you know, with our team at the beginning of March, we looked at our yearly goal and it's like, OK, so we need to, you know. Get on it. Have a little come to Jesus talk. Right. Um, because myself, it's just crazy, y'all. I am like my mom passed away in December. Um, one of my team members, her her father passed away literally February 1st. So it just is one of those things where like we were getting traction. Then we had like snowstorm. Like it was just all these different things where we um, felt like we were getting traction, but then these real life, like not just ooh, I hit my toe, um, but like these real life events that kind of shut us down yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is that when we had our come to Jesus talk with each other, being accountable to each other, it was from a place of love. It was from a place of empathy, but it was also from a place of what though is big picture, right? And what we came up with like for right now for us to get, as we're getting our mojo back as a team, as I'm getting my mojo back as a team leader, as a business person, even in my house, I'm like, okay, what what do I have to do today? Right. Right. So looking to say, okay, I need to spend this amount of time every day and being realistic, giving myself space to grieve, space to just be, space to, you know, not pile everything on where I just shut completely down. But if I only have one hour or two hours to get three things done on this day, 
what do I need to hammer down and do? And y'all hold me accountable to this time. And then also hold me accountable to taking the personal time that I need. So for me, the accountability piece has been just transformative um, in all areas of life, especially in this getting your mojo back. Because here's another thing, and I just realized this when I went to Chicago this last time to visit my dad. You can think you get your mojo back, and then your wig gets snatched right back off and your mojo gone again. So having those systems and those things in place that you're like, okay, how can I function as my best self? What do I need to do to show up for myself? And who am I checking in with um, to support me along that journey? Yeah, no, I think that's real good information. And for me, as far as getting your mojo back, I think it's just staying consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always, always seeking. I've learned two things. To continue to seek uh, information daily and watch the people that are winning in a big way, right? Not just... Oprah or, or Michael Jordan, like, you know, somebody that's in your field, whatever whatever field you're trying to conquer uh, and win that, to, to study them on a constant basis. And then that'll kind of show you what they're doing and it shows you what to do. And then you feel, you realize that you can do it, too. I was just thinking last night I was watching uh, Max and, and Grant and they were talking numbers and doing deals. And I used to, I was thinking I was like, wow, I used to think five million dollars is a lot of money. Not that it's not a lot of money. But the way I look at it, it's not a lot of money for where my dreams and my goals are aligned, you know, where I'm trying to go. So just just looking at different things like that on how they were doing deals and talking numbers, I just realized that I'm thinking that way, too, because yeah. I, I studied them. Shifting your yeah. mindset. Yeah. So speaking of a mindset shift, little Corey, look, I'll st- I'll- you can't call him little Corey. But why? Okay, call now, me Lil Can I still call you Lil Corey? Uh-huh. Okay, listen. Give me, kiss me. <laughs> kiss me. Ma, uh, I can still call you Lil Corey. Can you still call me? Can you call me mommy? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, I tried to push it. But speaking of a mindset shift, I mean, aside from my mom, you just went through some other personal stuff um, this year. And uh, I think that you had to have a shift like, you know what? I got to bet on me. Right. I got to invest in me. I got to open myself up to new opportunities. And um, like you recently traveled to New Orleans, you got your boys coming in town soon. So just what has that looked like? Like just come becoming an adult and doing adulting type things and just figuring out who you are, what you like, even when stuff don't go your way, keep going. Because it's a lot of people that, you know, certain things will shut them all the way down. So what does that look like for you in your mind as you're just developing and figuring out who you are in this stage? It took a quite bit when everything first happened, like towards the end of the summer. And But I have like a really good set of friends who like I'm cool with. And it took me a minute to get out the house. But when I did get out the house, I just kind of vented oh, to them. The house. Yeah, yeah, a lot. But I kind of just vented about my situation and like my friends were there for me. And then the more I went out, like the more I kind of experienced things being 21 that I like to do, what I don't like to do. And then from someone who just carries on to this day. I think the um, the biggest thing, and granted, he's grown, so we don't tell him what to do. Uh, but I think the biggest thing for me that I preach to you is to uh, be a leader, right? You know, who you with, where you going, drinking and driving, all of that kind of stuff, you have to lead because it's easy to follow. It's easy to get caught up in the moment. And then another thing, too, that I try to do in our family group is to share different leadership qualities, different motivational and leadership videos. So that's the big thing that um, that I constantly preach to you. And, I, you know, you're getting it. Yeah. 
No. So, Corey, here's the thing for you, little Corey, because we're talking about getting your mojo back. And quite honestly, I think that we're making it sound so easy, right? It's not. Um, and because I know that there are a lot of people on the other side of, you know, listening to this podcast or watching us on YouTube who just feel like, like, I just cannot get right. And especially young people, we live in a world where it's just so easy to compare yourself to others. Mm -hmm. And it seems like everybody winning, everybody is doing better than you. Um, and that, and I even know that for you, like you have friends that are college students looking at your situation, like it's so cush, or you may be looking at their situation like it's so cush. What would you say to that person in your age group that just feels like I can't do anything right? Like that, you know, you get to that point when you're 21, you feel like your life over, you ain't accomplished nothing. So what do you say to them? Like what type of advice would you give them? Just try not to compare yourself. I know it's kind of hard, especially with social media like when you see other people winning, but try not to compare yourself and then whatever you want to do, just try to connect with people in that field and then just open that up to more opportunities down the line. Yeah. yeah. And then just do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, um, everybody, Corey, um, husband, Corey, look, I, I have to distinguish y'all husband, Corey, son, Corey, big Corey, little Corey, husband, Corey always says, if we all throw our problems in one pile, you'll pull your problem right back out. Yeah. Right. Because I know how to navigate being mom, wife, realtor, but I don't know what it looks like to be a 21 year old black man. Right. I don't know what it looks like to be tasked with, um, the things that you all you are tasked with big Corey. and um that's something that i think that we all don't think about that everybody like jay-z she don't beyonce everybody got issues um but it's just what we can do there's another quote i'm thinking about somebody took your same circumstances and won with it and again, not to compare yourself, but to know that with some shifts, some mindset changes, some different habits, um, we can get a different result. Yeah, I think, um, and that's really good information, but I think still going back to the younger generation um, and getting your mojo back, it's, it's not hard and it's not easy, but I think if you continuously think about your future, then your mojo will, you know, it'll it'll come back because you're thinking about, man, what I need to do, not just kind of like soaking. And I kind of look at it as in just just daily uh, working on yourself or myself. So, you know, I'm always thinking about future, always thinking about legacy. Uh, and, and that's another thing why, you know, and depression is real. You know, Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. But, depression but, is real. Yeah, and you have to go through that. You have to you go know, through it situation. and seek help. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you are, I agree with that. Sometimes yeah. you are faced with a situation where you know it, it, it you do need different a different level of support yeah. um in order to get through it yeah so that's that's kind of how i would look at it. almost the whole tk you know when when you get better it's good it gets better type situation so you know just continue to work on yourself but also think about your future yeah so i'm thinking about as you were talking honey i was thinking about a question that we asked at eagle talk but i'm gonna ask it to little Corey in a different way um, sitting where you sit now at 21 years old, what advice would you give your 18 year old self? I would say attack it early. What is it? It well, in my situation, like jumping to the business earlier, I was really like content with like working like a nine to five retail job, mm -hmm. and I think I was just having fun, like being with friends. That's what I wanted to do. But if I would have jumped in a little bit earlier, then I would be much further in my business to where I am now. I like that. Um, 
I, first of all, I like that you said attack. Attack. Yeah. Uh, second of all, I like the fact that you understand that if you would have started three years early, you would be a lot more further along than you are today, right? Which totally makes sense. But I also um, like that we have future conversations, almost like you building your own house or how you said you manifested your BMW and all of that type of stuff in the, in the one last year. Um, so I really like that you said attack it earlier because the, you can get the things out the way and really start you know, doing what you want to do. Doing what you want to do, yeah. yeah. I think that it was Steve Harvey that said, um, like, just about that. And, and that's one thing that I am grateful for you, Corey, because you're definitely living your best life, Jeez. right? <laughs> but Times at, 10. Yeah, you're living your best life. But I do think that you, you definitely have a level of maturity um, an example that we didn't ha- well we I'm not even gonna say we didn't have it but we was just on something else yeah. right when we were in our 20s and Steve Harvey basically said look if you you know focus in your 20s you know you secure that thing in your 30s then you can party with friends for the rest of your life yeah. right that's my goal on the yacht in Belize exactly you know so um, just kind of you're putting your head down and working not not and, and not just working on business working on yourself, on yourself right yeah. working on developing habits that you don't have to work on 40 undoing developing or undoing bad habits mm-hmm. so i definitely think as we're talking about getting your mojo back especially for your age group is like what are some things that you can set in motion right now that will serve you for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. And you are just at an opportune time to do that. Man, what a time um, to be alive. Because like, yeah, me and your daddy, we're trying to unlearn some stuff right now. And we 40. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that's great information. I'm glad you agreed to come on out the house and sit here <laughs> with us for a little while. And just, and just continue to feed the people, man. They need to hear and see young adults, black or white, right, out here doing right, uh, making money. Uh, doing um, living I guess their dreams you know fulfilling their dreams and uh, healthy families you know um, not people that get it right like do we get it right all the time no nah but we still in it we still in it together yeah so So, right, y'all that was Eagle Talk for tonight and we'll see y'all on the next episode tell the the people peace out yes next episode y'all we are excited because we are going to ask the question are you playing small Boom. So make sure that you check in for it. All right. Peace out. Peace out. Bye.